1: thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's.
3: Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Pack-A-Day podcast. The Thursday edition, yet another weekend, approaches us. Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer. He is not yet a New York Jet. I am half of your Thursday crew, Jason Perrone. You can find some of my work, the Quick Slants podcast, specifically over at Game On Wisconsin. Along with me, as always, of Packer Report is Mark Eckel Mark on the East Coast. I know we don't, well, we, we don't do the weather, but I always want to know how things are looking at the beach. Uh,
2: getting better. It was Good a little crowd. cool, but... But today's Thursday, you know. Today's Thursday. Weather got nice, and weekend's supposed to be pretty nice. And I'll be, you if you want to find me, I'll be
3: at the pool or at the beach. Nice, good for you. Yeah, same here. Nice and warm in the Phoenix locale. So, some news broke on Wednesday. Two yes. weeks in a row, we got some news. The news cycle yeah, is benefiting probably. us here. It's like the old time. Now, the news is not that Aaron Rodgers was traded. That's not done. No. So that's not done. But earlier but, this week, Mark Murphy spoke. I don't remember where it was. What it was to, but he was. He said he was sworn to secrecy to the group he was talking to, as far as how things were moving in the Aaron Rodgers trade discussions with the New York Jets. Well, we got some clarity on Wednesday as to what some of that could be. There were a couple of moves that were made. So the Jets signed receiver Miko Hardman, who was formerly of the Chiefs. Right. That's that's big. Very speedy. Wide receiver. They've already got a ton of wide receivers in New York, right? So, okay, now we're starting to move towards some tea leaves, as our former Thursday crewer Paul Bredley used to say. And then the Jets traded... Elijah Moore, receiver Elijah Moore, to the Cleveland Browns. Both of those transactions happened on Wednesday. So new receiver coming in, one receiver going out. Mark, what's your first take on that?
2: Well, the Jets got a second. Well, they gave up their own third-round pick. They they traded Elijah Moore and a third Mm -hmm. to Cleveland for Cleveland's second-round pick.
3: Right. So they have two straight straight picks in the second round of the Jets. Yeah, 42 and 43 the Jets have.
2: So my, you know, to quote our buddy Paul, as I read the tea leaves, the Jets did this to get more ammunition, put them, to put some more bullets in the gun to get Aaron Rodgers. Elijah Moore was a name that fans and maybe some reporters had been bannering that he could be involved in the deal for Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, Green Bay didn't want Elijah Moore. Maybe that was part of the, the holdup in the deal was the Jets kept offering Elijah Moore, and Green Bay kept, Green Bay kept saying, oh, no, we don't really, we don't like a lot. You know, he's not our kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he really isn't. Packers don't like those little, little receivers. They tried Amari Rodgers, and that didn't work. I mean, the Packers, as far as I can go back with the Packers, they don't, they're not big on little receivers.
3: They want size.
2: Yeah, they've always, I mean, look at who they have now. I mean, or through the years even. They've always had, when I mean, Randall Cobb's the smallest, and he's not that small, you know, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, James Jones. Now they have Watson and Dobb. I mean, you know, we can go on and on, but, but so I, I Elijah Moore obviously was not of any interest to the Packers. So the, the Jets said, all right, well, since they don't want more, we can maybe turn more into something, and they'll, you know, or maybe the Packers said, hey, listen, I'm sure somebody likes more. Trade them, get a pick, give us that that pick. So, so now we now we're at the point where, and again, <laughs> it's funny because I I wish I I, I got to stop reading all the stories because it's although it is kind of funny. So you read Tom Silverstein of the the Milwaukee paper, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. been covered the team forever. He talks to four people around the league, four you know I don't know if they were general managers, but four four guys with four different teams, and he gets their opinion on what what the what a fair trade would would be. And then somebody else, and I forget who it was wrote a similar story and they talked to like three three general managers around the league and they said what they thought of fair and, and everyone's different it's like so I have no idea what's fair or, or or what's even a possibility I think I think we've come to the conclusion that the Jets are not giving up number 13 They're, they that, they really don't want to mm-hmm. but now with this this trade today leads me to all kind of conclusion and again without knowing how Joe Douglas thinks even though I do know Joe a little bit from his uh, the one year I covered when he was with the Eagles for a year or two when I was there. I mean, you can look at this a million ways. You could look at it that, all right, the Jets have two twos. They could give the Packers both of those twos. Packers, you know, give up Rodgers and done deal. And I don't think that, I think, I personally think that would be somewhat fair. Mm-hmm. You agree?
3: I, yeah, I would do. And do I that? think, and it, and I'll just say this, uh, I think if, if 13 was involved in this deal, it would have been done already. So I agree with you. I think 13 is the, right. something the Jets don't want to part with.
2: And I don't blame them. I don't blame the Jets for not wanting to part with 13. I mean, if this is a couple years ago, absolutely. 13 isn't even enough. But you can't... And again, I'm not... I'm The Jets people have been re- ridiculous in what... I, and by Jets people, I'm talking about their writers and fans. Not. I have no idea what Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson and, and the Jets themselves are offering or thinking. But some of the things I read from Jets, like I said, fans or writers, is just out, out of control. But if... if <laughs> Nobody, including Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, knows just how long he's going to play. Right. And even if he says, even if he says to the Jets, "Yeah, I'll play a couple of years," well, he might play one year and not like it and say, you know, what? I mean, he he admitted last week that he was he was ninety percent going to retire, you know, this year. So
3: yeah, at two weeks ago he was ninety percent out the door, right?
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. So if I'm the if I'm the Jets, I don't even want. I I wouldn't have it wouldn't have gotten to this point. because I would have said. I'm not trading for a guy that might retire after a year
3: or that was thinking about not playing this year. Yeah.
2: So, but now the Jets have have backed themselves. There's as, as you said, before we started recording, there's nobody else now.
3: The upper hand is the the, the upper hand argument is kind of interesting because it, it, there isn't anybody else at all. I mean, there's, there's no one else out there. So the Jets have to find, have to get somebody because you have to sell to your locker room that you've got a quarterback that's going to make plays for them. And that's going to help them win games. Zach Wilson is not that guy. And the Jets are on the hook right now. I mean, jobs are on the line because they have to, they have to fix the mistake they made in drafting him second overall. So right. you can't sell him to your locker room, and you've got yeah. nothing. I mean, I talked about it on Quick Slants, and I said there was nothing but scraps, and this was that was two days ago, three days ago now, we're three days later, and, and it just seems like by the day, there's less and less going on. Like I, I read something on Wednesday that Cam Newton was at Auburn's Pro Day, and he worked out yeah. too. I mean, he, he was, he was yeah. the guy throwing the ball to the receivers. Oh, okay. Too. I mean, come, come on. I mean, we're, we're down to, we're down to next to nothing, but at the, at the same time, it is an aging asset in Aaron Rodgers, 39 years old. You don't know if he's going to play two years. And so that's why this right. stare down is happening. And then, so what's really going to end up pushing this thing along are just the deadlines that happen along the way. You've got the draft OTAs, mini camps, whatever all that stuff is worth June 1st, all the different dates that matter as far as, as the contract goes.
2: Well, but getting back to what the Jets did today, because I think this is big. I think I think this is them signing the, the, the kid from Kansas City, Hardman, and then trading more and getting a second round pick, giving up a third round pick. Like I said, the easy the easy thing is, oh, well, they'll just give both seconds to the Packers and they'll get Rodgers and that'll be done. And while I think that would be a good trade for both teams, I don't know if the Jets want to go without a second and third, without a day two pick. Mm-hmm. so i'm not sure that's what's gonna i it could be i don't know i think they'll be i think the jets will now be more than happy to give up one of their second round picks and maybe some mm-hmm. some players or later or picks then in, in in the future or even maybe a second and a, a second and a fourth this year and something that in the pla there again i don't i'm not in them i'm not i don't know what the thinking is i know i know rich samini who covers the Jets for ESPN. I've known Rich forever. He, he was at Long Island Newsday for a long time. He's the one Jet writer that I really, that I trust. He's, he's the by far their, their, their best writer and best re- reporter. He mentioned the name of the defensive end that they took last year. Jermaine, is it Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson, Johnson. Out of Florida State, who I liked a lot last year coming out of draft. Maybe a second. I would take a second in Johnson.
3: And I are. was just going to say, I would, I would that deal's done if it's me.
2: Because I like him. I think he... he he fills an an obvious need for the Packers. It would, they get him. They don't have to worry about drafting any of these edge rushers that are coming out this year in the first or second round. They they, they got their young edge ed rusher. And then you look at a future of him and Rashawn Gary, you know, they're both young. That's that's a pretty nice bookend, pass rushers for the next whatever many years, you know. So I would like that. And Rich, in, in, in his story, he, he – he, made a very very good point in that he says if the packers and again he says if cuz he doesn't know what the teams are actually asking for now he probably he might have some insight to the jets i'm sure he has sources there that are telling him something but if the packers want a first and feel they have to get a first for for Aaron Rodgers and the jets don't want to give a first but they give him Johnson they say well he is a, we, you you are getting a first he was he was our first he was a first round pick just a year ago, mm-hmm. and the Packers can save face or sell it to the to their fan base by yeah hey listen we got a second round pick where, where we're going to get a real good player and we just got a got it was a first round pick last year so we're we're thrilled with this deal we, we we got a first and a second
3: yeah I think I think I'd be okay with that and I don't think that the I don't know that the obviously and I know this is what you wasn't what you meant by it but the fans always have different ideas of what they want the team to get and what they think that right. these players are worth I mean I've seen some outlandish oh, scenarios out there too well, that are just great 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 comedy as I'll, as I'll call it just stuff out there because they don't they don't understand those things I mean you wouldn't have to sell to me if a first round pick is not part of this deal you wouldn't you would no longer have to sell that to me I think Now with the the way that this trade went down for the with the Browns and now that the Jets have another second round pick, now I have higher. I'm like, okay, this is it's starting to become more obvious where we think where I think this thing is going. And I've heard some very good writers and and um, Rich put out that another article. I don't know if this was the same one. I think it might have been a different one where he actually talked to some executive. He he actually went through the timeline this past weekend. It was it came out on Sunday. It was a great article and I tweeted it out. And I mentioned it on Quick Slants podcast as well, where he kind of talks through the timeline and, and talked about how the pendulum swings between who has the upper hand based on the time of year and the dates as they move along. And it is kind of interesting how it sways back and forth between the Packers and Jets. But I think that, that and, and by the time, I should have said it, by the time you're listening to this show, all this might be a moot point. This deal might be done. We might wake up on, on Thursday morning and find out this this deal is done. You and I record Wednesday night. So which would be great because then we can move on and talk about some, some other stuff and actually talk about the green Bay Packers in 2023 and moving forward. But I, I listen, I, I would love to have Jermaine Johnson. I think the Packers need to stack some, some young talent there. And depending on what they think they're going to do now, there was some talk and I know they talked about it on Wednesday's Packaday show that Darnell Washington, the tight end from Georgia, the Packers attended. He, they had him in green Bay. So they had him in for a visit. Now that doesn't necessarily mean the the percentage is not very high. Well, I shouldn't say it's not very high. It's not a surefire thing just because the Packers bring somebody in that they're no, going to no. draft them. They've brought a lot of guys in that they didn't draft at all. So well, yeah, because you
2: can't. You bring in like twenty five guys, right? right?
3: You can't. And so the, and, and you only draft.
2: What do I have? Ten
3: picks this year, right? And so 12, I don't know 100. if they're. I mean, I don't know if they're looking tight end. So if the Packers are thinking, sure hey, hey, we're going to go offense, we know we're going to go offense with our first like three picks, then obviously you need to push the Jets hard to get a prime defensive player because you need to also, you need to stack your defense. I mean, Preston Smith right. is fine and he's been productive. And I expect Rashawn Gary to be back, although that might not be until mid season. He might start the season right. on pump. I mean, so I mean, you need a stud or a solid yes. pass rusher. In addition to what you have Kingsley and Igbari's is, we don't know what kind backup. of jump he's going to make. Right. He, and, he
2: had a nice rookie year for, you know, fifth round pick.
3: and outside of that, there's nothing. So, So yeah,
2: Johnson to me is the ideal. Yeah, it's important person along. I would, you know, but I guess I started to say before, so you don't know what the Jets Maybe, maybe, and this is a big maybe, maybe the Jets, again, in their little inner circle came to the conclusion that we have to give up 13, that they're not going to they're not going to budge off that. So in their minds, all right, if we trade 13, we still now we have two twos maybe we can trade the two twos and get back into the bottom of the first cuz those two twos were worth would, would be worth a first round pick easily. So I just if a first round I mean round... again, I don't know what the Jets are thinking, but I I I don't think that's going to happen, but let me ask you this. I cuz this was being bandied about a little bit today. Would some people think getting 42 and 43 in this draft is just as good as getting 13?
3: Oh, very much so. This is not a stack I, class. I We've don't. talked about it I, before. I, I this is not anymore. a stack draft, and so I think it's I think not, that is a true. Good I think that is true.
2: So you'd rather have, you you would rather have forty two or forty three?
3: Well, no. I I'd like to have a crack at a at an earlier pick. I mean, I'd like to have a crack at, at a a prime player. Or if, if Green Bay's got somebody high on their board that they're never gonna they're never gonna get at forty two or forty three that they right. would get if they had thirteen or fifteen. I mean, I was gonna say. I don't know that 13, if you can stare down Joe Douglas and get him to, to cave and and give you, give you 13 congrats to Brian Gutekunst and that's a huge feather in his cap. Go for it. That's fine. And if that's what this is all about, I don't hate the effort as long as the deal gets done, but I just have a hard time seeing 13 coming over without 15 going back. And then it's just like you said, before we started recording, it's like in this particular draft, the difference between 13 and 15. And I've even seen some people who are already doing draft prep saying, Hey, there's a good possibility that that the bottom half of this draft in the first round would be guys that were actually second rounders in other draft yep. classes.
2: Yep, absolutely. This is not a deep. It's an interesting draft
3: in that, yeah, the second round is 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 where you want to be because you,
2: the guy the Packers get at 45, or, and if they were to get 42, the guy they get there might be a guy that another that that they have a higher. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you look at the Packers board and the, let's just pick a team, the, the Buffalo Bills board, two good teams, two good organizations. But the guy that Packers have it ranked, you know, number 18 might be 37 on the Bills board and vice versa. It's just because there there's not that much of a difference between 18 and, and 38 or 42 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just your flavor. I mean, and and how they fit your system. Like there, there are guys – the Packers play a 3-4, so there are certain guys in this draft that fit a 3-4 better than, than they do a 4-3. So if you play a 4-3, this guy lo- isn't even on your board or he's very low on your board, whereas on a Packer board, he'd be higher. And vice versa, there are guys that are better in a 4-3 defense. And even some of the wide receivers. Like, I, I, I Again, I'm starting to work on my series now, and the wide receiver is just you talk, you talk to different people. And in the league now, I'm not talking about fans or bloggers or, or – guys that do you know, the, the, the Mel Kipers of the world. I'm talking about guys that work for teams that are going to be involved in picking these players. One guy tells me the kid from Southern Cal, Jordan Addison, is the best receiver in the draft. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the best. I talked to another, th- my my other guy, he has him fifth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, again, it's one team that it fits, it fits his offense better than it does the other guy's offense. So... Not that one guy's right and one guy's wrong, unless I mean I don't know if, if if Addison is a bust, then I guess the guy that had him fifth was was more right than the guy that has him number one. But again, in 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 Team One's offense, Addison might just be a much better fit because he's not very big, but he does run good routes and all that kind of stuff. So maybe he just might fit that better. So again, this this draft is just it's one of the more the, the more complicated drafts that i've covered in a long long time
3: a lot of variants in it and we'll
2: be and it's not real it's just not real strong it's not a there isn't to me there isn't there isn't one player in this draft that i could say that i would put my name on and say no oh this guy's going to be a star there's no doubt in my mind that this guy's going to be a star i don't don't. will anderson's probably the closest but i got a feeling he might just be a good player and and not a star
1: Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash Wire for a $3 trial set.
3: Yeah, that's possible. I, th- I think with the, in draft classes like this one, if it truly is not a very strong class, this is where the GMs around the league earn their stripes. Yep. And you can tell who the really good ones are at scouting and the other ones who just get too hot and heavy over prospects and things like that. I mean, we're all hoping that Joe Douglas is is drooling over Aaron Rodgers and it's just like he's hoping against all hope that he can come out of this without looking silly. I mean, right now, what are you gonna sell to your locker room if you don't come back with Aaron Rodgers? If you don't get this deal done, you're selling Zach Wilson (laughs) or whatever is left out there. Whoever's left out there might be worse. Might be worse than that. So If you're the Jets, un- unless you want to pivot and try to convince everybody, including some of these players, like you just traded from e. Cole Hardman and you just signed Alan Lazard, are you going to sell to to some of those guys and or pivot and just say, you know what, never mind, we're actually gonna we're actually gonna be mediocre this year. The, the price <laughs> was too do- high. The price was too high. So never mind. We we're we're not gonna do the deal. We we think we can we can get you more to work with in the draft. Like that's not gonna fly.
2: And what do you and then what do you do with Nathaniel Hackett? Well, you hired him for one reason. Let's be honest. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers says. That's insulting that Hackett. Oh, good. I'm insulting Hackett then. He got hired because they wanted Rodgers. He didn't get hired based off. Certainly didn't get hired based off what he did in Denver last year.
3: Right. Not impressive. So, and apparently Denver. Apparently that was the reason why Denver hired him was because they were going to make it run. He thought that Aaron Rodgers, right. and that didn't work out. So right. And they
2: fired him. So 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 if this deal somehow falls apart, and I don't think it will, but
3: this is. Did the Jets fire Hackett? That would be favorite. the, the that would be. We you and
2: was to get Rodgers. We didn't get Rodgers. We're gonna go get some else. To be offensive
3: coordinator. That would be the dumbest scapegoat I've ever seen, <laughs> and I, I have seen some. Or I've seen some really dumb ones, and and I think you've seen you saw a few in Philly. You've talked about like yeah. that would be awful.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm half joking here, but I'm just saying like every move the Jets have made since whenever has been toward getting Aaron Rodgers, hiring mm-hmm. Hackett, trading or signing Lazard, making this trade to today. Apparently they're talking to Mercedes Lewis. You know, they're every everything has been geared toward. They've cleared some cap space with some with some moves. So every everything they've done, and that's and it should be if they're if, if if they can get Aaron Rodgers, they had to do certain things, and they've done them. Now they now they have to get Aaron Rodgers.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So they, the the Jets can't let this deal fall apart. They just can't. Now, on the other side, as we've we've said too, the Packers don't want to get stuck with. I mean, they made it clear that they're moving on to Jordan Love, so they can't get stuck with Aaron Rodgers. So there's pressure on them to get the deal done as well. Because, and I think you were telling me what um, somebody wrote that Rodgers should just should just come to camp like like Favre did and,
3: and and be a problem. Or they well, I think they said, what if that does happen, or you can expect that to happen if everything falls apart. Given everything that's happened in the past, listen, he could. I mean, a lot changes in in sixteen, fifteen years. Right, I mean his attitude and everything he went through, and having gone through this before, and what he saw the fan base do when Favre came back. Now they wanted Favre back at this point. Right now, everybody I think is is ready for Rodgers to go somewhere else. Right. So the sentiment in, in Green Bay is very different. So if he comes back and does that, and it, then he's literally just going scorched earth and doesn't care what anybody thinks about him, which we know to not be the case. Right. If you're showing up on the McAfee Show every week, you care what people think. Like you're out there trying to clear your your good name and you got those, those two guys throw lobbing softballs at you, him and Hawk, like, come on, you care. He cares. That would be oh, the, sure. that would be the dumbest thing that Rogers could do. I, although, I although I guess not from, from a money standpoint, if he really, really wants that 60 million and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll just come back and, and force them to bench me. But it, if I'm, if I'm Brian Good at this point, I don't even care. You can throw all the, the logistics at me in the world, if you're Brian Gutekunst and he comes back, I would be like, fine. You're you're the highest paid backup in the history of, of football, and that's just that just is is what that it is. That would be wild. Yeah,
2: that yeah. would be absolutely wild. But and again, the Packers don't want that. They don't want no. a sixty million dollar backup. No. They don't want they want them gone too. Now, where the where what hasn't been said often enough for maybe I've I've been saying it, but I've I've seen not too much of it. If this falls apart, another team could easily get involved. Yeah, it's put it this way. There's a better chance of one of the other 30 teams calling the Packers and say, hey, did did you hope the Jets is off? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll give you this. Then the Jets finding a quarterback.
1: (laughs) Right. Yes. Well, there's a better
2: chance of of the Packers finding a team than the Jets finding another quarterback, because I know there there are no quarterbacks. There's nobody left.
3: Right. So you're you're saying that that's even more of an upper hand for the Packers. Yes.
2: Right because and again i've i've seen this i've seen the eagles again i hate always i bring up an eagle story but that's what i know back in 2016 when they had when they they, they have they they draft carson Wentz, they have they signed chase daniels and they have and they they have sam bradford still under contract who they just who they who they just exercised his bonus as well so and and they're selling it to us as well bradford's our guy he's our starter chase is going to be a backup and we're going to ease Carson along. He's not ready for this yet. He's, you know, he's coming out of a small school, North Dakota State. You know, one aa whatever. We're going to ease him in. He, he's not going to play this year. We got, and and we all say, okay, kind of makes sense. You know, let let Wentz sit for a year and learn. Because Bradford, it was a one-year deal. He only had well, one year left, and Daniel was a one-year deal as well. So I think I'm not sure where Daniel's with. But Anyway, it, it all it was it was reasonable what they were saying. And then Teddy Bridgewater blows his knee out and was it training camp or mini camp? I forget.
0: Training camp. I think it was training camp.
2: Training the camp. camp. Right? It was, it was like it was
3: like middle. Camp. It was like middle middle to later. But
2: Bridgewater blows his knee out. Now the Vikings are desperate. They call the Eagles. Hey, what do you what's up with you, Bradford? Yeah, we'll give you Bradford, give us a first and a fourth. Vikings say, Sure. <laughs> Highway robbery by the, from by the Eagles, but they get a first and a fourth for Sam Bradford, and the Vikings get Sam Bradford, and all of a sudden, Wentz, who wasn't supposed to play, is a starter. Right. So yeah, it was, you know, things happen. I mean, and, and guy, listen, I'm not wishing any anybody to get hurt, but it's a violent game. You know, people get hurt playing football. So it wouldn't it wouldn't be I wouldn't be stunned if a team lost a quarterback in, in preseason. Right. I mean,
3: it happens. Yeah, that was that was August thirtieth. So they had played preseason. Oh, it was, games. oh,
2: god, it was okay. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was that late. It was right before this. You're right. Okay, now that you said that, it was right before the season was about to
3: start. I, I told it, and I think I've told the story before. I was I was living in Minnesota at the time, and I and I worked at uh one I worked for one of the hotel companies out there, and so one of the hotels that I worked at frequently had the visiting teams come and stay there. They were playing the Vikings, and we also worked with the Minnesota Vikings when they had players coming in for tryouts because this was when they were in Winter Park. And so uh, before they moved out to Eagan, where they're at right now. And so I remember being at the, I was at the team facility meeting with their, the guy that does their travel. It was myself and another colleague who happened to be a local. He was a Vikings fan. And of course I'm Packers fan, right? So we're there and it was, it was for, for business. And that was the day that everything went down. And all of a sudden we saw all these, all these media members were just, Walking fastly or jogging and past the window, and it was like, is is there a hurricane coming or what the heck is going on here? And they were ushering everybody off the field, and there was an ambulance coming in to take water Bridgewater to mm-hmm. the hospital. So yeah, I was I was there for that. It's it, I just I just I'll never forget that that day. It was it was eerie. It was very weird, and it was scary because that was one of those injuries too. It was kind of like the Call Alex Carole. Smith. It was kind of like the Alex Smith injury where if they didn't yeah. take certain measures. Right away, there was going to be major health problems. You know, he'd possibly lose a leg and all that kind of stuff. So, fortunately, it's that It's
2: amazing didn't. that Bridgewater came back and played again.
3: But here's the irony right now, Mark, is he's exactly the guy that we're talking about. I think he might be the best quarterback that's still out there and available for a team to sign. Is he? Has he been cut? I thought so. Okay. But other than that, who else, who else are we talking Nobody. about here? You said Matt Ryan, you know, Cam Newton's throwing balls at workouts. I don't know if he's going to play again. So... Really, I got a. I had a list. Um, it's it's so interesting. It's just, I mean, regardless. No,
2: as far as I know, Teddy's still on still on the Dolphins roster.
3: But I can but I can tell you this right now that the 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 list Carson is Wentz, the who I
2: just mentioned: Matt Ryan, Trevor Simeon, Brian Hoyer. That's about it.
3: But still, I mean, but still, that list. I mean, without you, you even sell. having to look, you at can't
2: you can't say we're going to go get Aaron Rodgers, right?
3: and then sign Teddy Bridgewater as we've, as we've said. And that's why I think green Bay and the longer here's the obvious thing here too, is where are we at right now? We're at the end of March. The Packers have another, I know they might want to get some more clarity before the draft, but if that doesn't happen, you got another two months before June 1st hits. And listen, if this deal doesn't get done until after then, the Packers save even more money.
2: Oh, wait, if, I think the, the, obviously the first major deadline is the draft. The draft, because if it if it doesn't get done, if it doesn't get done by the draft, then obviously the Packers aren't getting
3: any picks out of this year's draft. Correct. So, yeah, they're not getting any so of those twos. That's,
2: that's that's a loss for the Packers.
3: Mm-hmm. In theory, depending on what they get, but yes, probably.
2: Well, I mean, so it's a, an immediate loss.
3: Now they can make they could they could recoup those
2: that loss by getting a bunch of players and picks for next year. But but that's the first major deadline. The next is June 1st because, like you said, if I'm the Packers, if the Jets don't get this done with me by, by that Thursday night of the draft, then I'm not even talking to him again until June 2nd. Because I stand nothing to gain between April 27th and June 1st. Nothing, right. There's nothing the Packers can 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 gain. But Correct. then after June 1st, like you said, then it can then it could break up Rodgers' cap hit between this year and next year. So the Packers would gain then. And then the next deadline isn't until September. When Rod, and that's that's an that's an ultimate deadline for the Packers because yeah they have
3: to exercise his option yeah
2: that's when the money kicks in yes so if they don't trade him by then 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 he's the highest paid backup of all time
3: I but I will tell you this again we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago before any of this started gaining more legs is that as ridiculous and silly as it sounds whatever the scenario is that you want to throw at this at this deal and how the dates change how this or that might happen. The Packers are already prepared for every situation to happen. And I'm even talking about Rodgers comes back and forces their hand and somehow for some way he ends up back on this roster. I'm telling you, the Packers are prepared for all of that. That's one of the reasons why I don't think you, you're you not seeing them blink right now. They're not the ones that are most likely to blink first.
2: You want the, you want the all time craziest ending to this? the deal falls apart. They can't come to terms. Like you said, Rodgers comes back. And again, I'm not wishing this on any. I'm certainly not wishing this, but I, I'm giving you the all-time crazy ending. Jordan Love gets hurt. Rogers becomes Rodgers gets the starting job back. Takes the Packers to the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, Wins geez, the Super yeah.
2: Bowl. Yeah. <laughs>
3: retires.
2: the Lombardi. If if you know and if Love they
3: if, the next year. if that ha- that is crazy. No, that is That's that the is craziest. Right? That that would be. I mean, there, could you imagine being a right write- no. like the stories write themselves?
2: that I mean that would that but that would be the all-timer
3: right you just you just let the ai <laughs> machine take over and take a week off and and you still and you still you know have the the hottest story out there cuz it's just they they totally write themselves well if they won the super bowl if if if, if rogers let's say let's say this wasn't happening right let's say aaron Rodgers was going to come back to the packers this year mm-hmm. let's go ahead and play a little what if right mm-hmm. let's say he was going to come back and there was no jordan love or love was just going to be a backup and it was like okay it's already been decided it's already been discussed right whether they like it or not, what do you? How do you feel about the Packers' chances with what they have right now? Of winning, if they want a Super Bowl with this roster and Rogers at quarterback, I think they would have to win in spite of him, instead of with him. Like, I just don't see him wow. him still gelling with another year. Like, he's just not proven that he can play well in big games. And you got another year of him I mean, being with- older, playing in that cold. If they have a home mm-hmm. game for some reason, like I, I <laughs> that would that would be that would be against. I mean, do you, do you imagine the amount of money that people would win if they bet on that? They had a futures <laughs> bet or something like that. Like,
2: I'm still waiting to collect on my bet that Rogers was going to go to the
3: Jets. Generational wealth if you bet a future on that and it and it hits like that's that's one of those <laughs> like if someone hit on that it would make the news. That's just absolutely that's just absolutely crazy, but. Again, I think you have to think, getting back to the beginning and the moves that the, that the Jets made, and we the, don't know if the they're moves
2: done. today, what's today's date, the twenty. it was Wednesday, so the 22nd, 24th, twenty four. Twenty
3: or 23rd, sorry, 23rd, March 23rd. 23rd to March,
2: okay. the, the March 23rd, though, that date is going to be key to this whole thing because I really believe, and I could be wrong, maybe it's just coincidence, but I just think the moves made today were made with the, a trade win, to the Packers in, in, in
3: mind. Well, I yesterday. Really I mean, you mean yesterday? Yeah, which yesterday. actually is the twenty-second. Okay, my fault. Three twenty-two. So, you know,
2: people know what I meant. The, the the signing the guy from Kansas City, trading more to Cleveland, getting the second, giving up a third, all that just it just all leads to just like hiring Nathaniel Hackett, and signing oh, yeah. Alan Lazard. Add this. Add this to those other chapters of the of the book that that leads to ultimately acquiring Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of the New York Jets.
3: I don't now know what this... About. Yeah, I don't know what this yeah. means, but so Wednesday's date, 3-22-23. So three, two, 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 three. 2 3 Symmetry. Bunch of twos and threes. Bunch of, yeah, but there's a pattern to it. Symmetry. Does the date okay. mean something? Right. right now I'm starting like to get real... Now I'm starting to sound like I'm going to go on a darkness retreat soon. And I'm. I'm you sound
2: like my, like my daughter. My daughter is all about numbers. Okay. She always says to me, oh, that's, you know, like double, like if, if it's 12-12 or 13, if he thinks they're all like, like I, I had my surgery on, on December 12th. She's like, that, that's good. You had it on 12-12. So you're going to be fine. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. I guess I'm glad I didn't have it on the, the day before then. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> but
2: but she believes in all this. She's a big numerology
3: person. Is she also um, big on, does she do that like 11-11, make a wish? Oh,
2: she does. Makes it all. Not just 11-11, 12-12. 11, 808,
3: nine whatever Yeah, she's into all that. Wow. A lot of good, a lot of wishes. Yeah, she's a she,
2: smart kid. has a great job, she, you know, but she's, she's into numbers.
3: Well, what does she think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? And let's get her take.
2: <laughs> I haven't talked to her about it. I did but, talk to my, but my wife, who I've mentioned a few times on here, not being the biggest football fan, but, but has, has in the last four, three, four years has learned way more than she used to know. She says to me, I guess this was right after the McAfee thing last week, right after we did our thing last week. She says to me, Hey. I'm like, what? She says, What's this uh the Packers are gonna trade Aaron Rodgers? I'm like, Yeah, it's pretty much done. He's gonna go to the gym. I thought he was good. I said, Hey, he was. Mm-hmm. said, <laughs> Then why do you want to trade him? I said, Well he's thirty nine and you know this. Uh, he's thirty nine? I said, Yeah. He says, That's old for football, right? I said, "It's real old for football. Oh yeah, they should trade him.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
2: thank you. So that's that's my wife's take.
3: Right. Okay. All right. Um, so I she... got another thought real
2: real real quick here on the on the Jets getting the second exercise <laughs> Could the Jets now make use one of those seconds to uh sign Yash Neiman to an offer sheet? Oh wow. Jeez, all the moving parts.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm just they... I just thought of that. Just, I don't know where it just popped in my head like, hmm. They could. They do need they do need offensive line help. Maybe Rogers is saying, Hey, go get Yash Neiman. Yeah, they could. Rogers is running the show there, right? I mean, he's, he's already making moves for him.
3: Yeah, but they could. I mean, what a flip that would be—an undrafted free agent, and you get a second-round tender. What a great no, thing! And listen, that's... the Jets, like I've said before, I said on quick slants, the Jets are not the the most historically sound team in NFL history. So it uh, wouldn't be it wouldn't no. be unlike them to do something a little silly. That's why I'm glad it's them that the Packers are negotiating with cuz it's like it, it's not like oh, so the they, Niners the or paper, some team that has this yeah. like strong history of negotiating well. And now I do now I do think this to to kind of and and maybe we're getting kind of towards the the end of our points on this whole thing here, but let's say this does fall apart and you said other suitors might come in there if the Jets thing doesn't happen and they're out, okay, for some reason, then if you're the if if it's the Packers, AFC NFC, come ye all offers now. Not in the, within the division, they're not going to go. I mean, but the NFC NFC teams are going to be in play. That's going to get really interesting yes. to me. They have to be right.
2: Yes. Anybody? Well, like I said, if, if a especially if a team were to lose their their starting quarter, a a, 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 a playoff aspiration team like Minnesota was that year. And they lose their starting quarterback. They're desperate. I don't. I'm trying to think of a team like that. There's. I'm there's, there's plenty. <laughs> Here's a funny one. Dak Prescott goes down. And goes and again, not wishing this on anyone. Not even. Done, I hate even saying it. But let's just say the Cowboys need a quarterback. Would good old Mike want good old Aaron back?
3: <laughs> if Trey Lance isn't ready, the Niners are are already have already been connected to Rodgers. But I. I for some reason, I I did didn't Rogers already say he wouldn't he wouldn't play for the Niners? I thought he he said that. That somewhere. was the
2: one thing he said before any of this.
3: He won't go to said, San Francisco. I,
2: was it? It was the golf. Was, I think it was during that golf thing he was in. Somebody said, "Aaron, where are you going to play next year?" And he said, "I can tell you, I'm not I'm not going to San Francisco."
3: Do you think that he said that? He do you said. think it was like serious, or was that like I don't want to get no. busted for tampering?
2: I think he just figured the Packers would never would never trade him to San Francisco. Right. And he probably still wouldn't. That would be the last, that would probably be other than the Bears and Vikings. That would probably be the last team they would they would trade him to.
3: Okay,
2: I think. I, who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah,
3: it's going to get. I, I, I'll be. It, you it, and it you think it's going to get done, and you think it's going to be the Jets. Yes, yep. yes, yes.
2: And especially like I said, especially with what happened today, the Jets are. They added more ammunition to their to their repertoire, or whatever. They have they have the means.
3: They've got so much done. to lose that they don't. They have to get it done. Oh,
2: they have. Joe Douglas will probably. get, I mean, what? What? Johnson's Johnson is gonna is gonna fire him. See, I, I still believe. I'm not a hundred percent sure that Joe Douglas was behind this from the go. I think Douglas would have been just as happy to sign Carr as a free agent. So Woody creates. Or,
3: so Woody creates this situation and then dumps it in Joe do Joe Douglas's want. lap. And if he doesn't get right, it done, now, Woody's gonna let him go.
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, he's twenty and forty-six since he took over. That's grounds enough, right? Yeah, you
3: got you got a lot. To, you got you got a ways to go. Yes.
2: I mean, d- despite the fact that every Jet fan I see on on social media is telling me that Joe Douglas is the greatest general manager of all time,
3: mm-hmm.
2: he's twenty and forty-six. That's bottom line. I don't care how many great trades he made. I don't care how many great that he drafted both rookie of the years last year. He's twenty and forty-six. Mm-hmm. This is about that. The, the, the NFL is a bottom line business. It's about wins and losses. It's not, it's not about who made, a better, who made good trades and who made good draft picks because all those good trades and all those good draft picks added up to 20 and 46. So he's, that's the bottom line. It's
3: I wonder if he knew that this was how things were going to shake out over the, over the years if he would have let Tannebaum go. It's like he, he couldn't well, have done any worse. Yeah, not much worse. Or not now much again, worse.
2: Last year's Jets draft was tremendous, one of the best drafts maybe in history of football. But that's one draft. I mean, you know, they, they're 20 and 46. So, yeah, if this falls apart, if the if Joe Douglas can't get this deal done, and I'm what you, and I'm the owner, uh, yeah, I'm saying. Matter of fact, I'm in there now saying to Joe Douglas, get this damn
3: deal done. Oh, I'm what sure. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. We flew sure. out
2: there. We talk to him. He wants to come to us. You're you're holding this up over a over a draft pick.
3: So that's how 13 may get involved in this draft then in this deal. Maybe. If the Packers
2: insist on 13, now the Packers might be like like you said. Packers might say, hmm, 42 and 43, and then player. Maybe that's better than thirteen.
3: You still have three. I mean, Jesus, that's four. You'd have four picks in the top hundred. One top the, one, one in the top fifteen. That is, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes, please yeah. sign me up because, and a yeah, yeah, because in this draft, all of those picks, you know, the 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 delta between them is not that big.
2: Right.
3: It's not that so great. I'm
2: saying, you know, it could uh, a lot could happen. But there's a lot of there's two there's it's too easy now to. To get done, that it that it won't get done, right? And 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 again, if if I'm the Packers, if now if I'm Murphy, I guess Murphy, yeah, Murphy has to. He can fire, you know, he's got it with fire. I'm I'm telling Guten, hey, say, you get this done too. What's going on? We mm-hmm. we want to. We, we thought we had this, this this deal done with the Jets, and we were going to get something. Go get something. Now it's not quite the same as the Jets because, like I said, it's like you said. How can you? You, you have your fan base worked up in a frenzy that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. You have the, you know, the owner wants them the the, the players want them. I mean, they had the sauce gardener and and those guys online, you know, doing videos and stuff with them, you know, burning cheese heads and stuff mm-hmm. and say, Joe Douglas can't face all that and say, no, the you know, Packers wouldn't Packers want it too, too, too much. We, we couldn't give that up
3: they can't and they what? shouldn't but are you 100% <laughs> sure it's the new york jets 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 Jets. are you 100% sure that they can't somehow bungle it and make that happen
2: oh yeah they can <laughs> but they do that douglas. but but the end but the end result is douglas gets fired over yes. it. yes yes correct it's yeah. like you said like you know if they, teddy bridgewater or whoever that's like that's like telling your kids oh i'm going to take you to disney world oh and then you take them to the, like the the church carnival <laughs>
3: Right? I love it. Oh, my God. If we were doing, like, snippets and previews, that would be the snippet and preview of this show right there. That would be it. That was fantastic. Like, oh, man. Never mind. That's kind of like that uh, deep thoughts with Jack Handy on Saturday Night Live. Now I'm aging the hell out of myself because that's, like, from back in, like, the 90s. But it was yeah. like, my parents told us we were going to Disneyland, but what they really took us to was a you know a, a shack or a burnt-down building or something. <laughs> and we started heading to the real Disneyland, but it was getting late, dot, dot, dot. And that was the end of the segment. But, like the
2: Griswold going on vacation.
3: Uh, yeah, and then it's closed when you get there. Yeah, exactly. So, All anyway, hopefully
2: of, by our next...
3: hopefully by the time people are listening to this, this thing is done and hopefully they listen to this just for fun and and entertainment purposes. Now we'll save it because I I think we can talk about it at at any time, but you, and this is a good time to talk about what uh, pack report, because you put up a good piece about Jordan love and there's a great conversation to be had there and just some, some interesting stuff regarding him.
2: Yeah. I talked to a pretty highly regarded executive in the league long been around for, I don't know how many years. And I and, and I prefaced it by saying he is a he liked Jordan Love in the draft. He, he's always liked Jordan Love, and just had him compare Love to every other starting quarterback in the league and where he would rank them. Like like so, I said like you know Love versus Dak Prescott, Love versus Daniel Jones, Love you know. We went team by team, and he gave me his his take on it. And I don't want to give it away, so I don't want people to read the story um, where Love ranked that at the the 30 31 other quarterbacks.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty high. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good. So, well, that'll be fun. That's that'll up be fu- my,
2: my uh, draft stuff starts now too. Well, that's so what I'm like that's a- what I
3: that's what I'm saying and we'll we'll do some draft stuff here as soon as we get into that season on on the Thursday edition. We'll talk about some some draft things here too, but that's that's what I'm hoping for. If you and I are talking about that that story that you wrote, we're breaking that down, that means this whole saga is finally behind us. Listen, it's been great for yes. content, but I would love to move forward and actually talk about Me the too. 2023 Green Bay Packers and what they're actually going to do on the field, right? So
2: and what picks they have in the draft, yep. because we, we don't know. We still don't know what they're going to have or, or, right. or not, you know.
3: More more, TB, more TBD there. So I don't know if there'll be a quick science podcast, because there hasn't really been a ton of movement. So we'll see if there's one that comes out next week or not. But if nothing else, you and I will be back next Thursday yep. for the next edition of the pack of day podcast. So thanks, everybody, for riding along with us. Hopefully we get some good news sooner than later. I hope everyone is doing well, staying happy, staying healthy. And as always, Go Pack Go!